Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. We need now to go to a very special guest who has agreed to join us. He uh, he lit things up yesterday when he was telling you, Matty Rendell, uh, via a text message to use the cough button in this trade radio studio. His name's Paddy Dangerfield, and he he joins us. He's got a special connection with you. You went and recruited him. So, uh, Paddy, thanks for your time today on uh, Trade Radio. <laughs> Good afternoon, boys. Looking uh, looking forward to it. I'm, cough, I'm, cough. I'm on the I'm on the same uh, station, and I'm telling you, Paddy, the cough button doesn't work. <laughs> We tested it numerous times yesterday, and they put me back there again. Every time, Matty, every afternoon, you hear in the background. (laughs) (laughs) And the other story you you revealed too, Paddy, as you wound up yesterday, and we wound Matty up on your behalf, was uh, the the wooing um, of of you by him. And, And David Noble's still in the studio today too, so... These men were still at the Adelaide Crows when you were a, uh, a 17-year-old, still in year 11 uh, at school in Geelong yeah. and living at Moggs Creek. And just take us through, take our listeners through the story that you, you did tell on text message yesterday about Maddie being the recruiter of the Crows, identifying you and about to use pick 10 to get you in that year's draft as a Crows player. But he knocked on your door, you noticed something in his, his hand. Yeah, so we had, um, we had three separate interviews in the lead up to the draft, and obviously the draft camp's coming up soon, and and Hamish Ogilvy and, and Matty, um, the first two were, were really professional, um, as you'd expect, um, but surprising no one. The last one, and, and I think as every listener would understand, Matt doesn't tend to sort of leave anything sort of in the holster. What you see is what you get, and he calls it for how, how he sees it. Spot on. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and the last, the last interview, it was just, um, it was just Matty that came down. Haggis couldn't get down, and um, he had a six pack in his hand. And from the, from the beginning, it was what well, this is going to be a slightly different interview, and it wasn't an interview at all. I, I'm not sure whether Matty was just in the area, but it was, um, it was pretty quickly, you know, where are things at? And he's like, well, if he's a, to be honest, we're just going to pick him at pick ten, and um, it was as loose as you could get, but it was. <laughs> Probably a nice sort of, um, you know, a nice segue into the draft where it was just the anxiety was gone around what was, you know, coming up in a, in a couple of weeks' time. I was, um, the reason I went there is I wanted to know where the hell Moggs Creek was and what it looked like. So, <clears throat> can I just tell you um, how, we, how we settled on Paddy? Uh, so, uh, I... They played a game in Perth before they went to South Africa, the AIS kids. So they played West Perth, and it was like their second game of the year. And um, the West Perth blokes came out and tried to smash them. Uh, Troy Cook was playing. He was trying to kill everyone in the team. And there was two blokes who didn't poo their pants in the team. It was Daniel Rich and Paddy Dangerfield. First time I seen him play. So I said to Haggis, we're going to keep uh, – Rich was the following year. 
So I said, we're going to keep our eye on Paddy Dangerfield because he qualified only by a couple of weeks, I think, um, because that's when you could take 17-year-olds. They had to, they had to turn 18 before the end of April. Okay, and I think it was nearly the last year, or second last year maybe. Anyway, so we watched him all year, played half back, played okay, nothing great. Uh, saw him get four, four kicked on him by a Danaher one day. Um, but anyway, at the end of the year, uh, we, he was playing half back. We requested from Michael Turner to play him in the midfield. Was that the second last game, Paddy, or the f- last game of the home and away? Uh, I reckon it was the second last game. I'm I'm glad you didn't tell the story. I forget the ground, but there was a game that um, I think I took two kick, two or three kickouts in a row, and they all went out in the fall, <laughs> blowing a howling gale. What, what ground was but, that at? Uh, the, I think it was at um, Coburg's ground. Um, oh, Coburg. Yeah. Oh, what a place. Yeah, what a place. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, so we said, Mickey, can you play him in the midfield? So anyway, I said to Hamish, I'm not going to watch. I said, you go, if I go, because there was a big game on that weekend and everyone was at it and no one was at this game. So I said, Hamish, you go, if I go there, they'll go, and what is he doing there? Who's he watching? So um, anyway, he played in the midfield. Hamish rang me at half time. He said, my God, you should have seen what he's, what he's done in this first half. I said, go see Mickey Turner at half time and get him out of the midfield. <laughs> Anyway, the next game he played him in the midfield. I think he had twenty nine or something. Paddy playing in there, and it was no one was there again. It was outstanding. The, the twenty nine, you, you just see had to see to believe. So they made the finals, and the first final, Paddy, you go back to half back, I reckon, and you get beaten and you're out. And I'm going happy days. Was that is that pretty close to the mark? Yeah, it is. You know, I suppose the balance for for tack clubs, and we see we still see it now. It's obviously a job for a cruise to pick through, but. They're balancing those that they think will get drafted and then trying to expose other players. And the best way to do that is obviously play them through the midfield. So that's a, yeah. that's a, and the art of, art of recruiting, just, isn't it? Just one, just the, the end of it. So uh, so we're going to take him in the draft. So only me and Hamish know that we're taking... T- and I've got other... I've got a uh, bloke who works about four days a week, so part-time... I never showed any of my part-timers, nothing. We just got so you kept of, all this to yourself? A bit of vision yep. and and a bit of vision. And on the last day before we flew out for the draft, I showed uh, Peter McLean, his name is. He's a beauty. He, he watched the vision. It went for about 10 minutes and he's come back and he's gone, my God. He goes, this bloke's going to win Brownlow's. Oh. <laughs> I go, how good was he, Peter McLean? Uh, and uh, I, said, I said, I agree with you. He was a good recruit. No, was you, you were there at the time too, obviously working with uh, with Maddie. Just uh, your your yeah. recollections of this period. Well, I was an assistant coach. I was doing the forwards at that stage. So, I think Paddy played two games that year. We we flew down. The team came down. We had a captain's run. We had to introduce Paddy to. He'd been up through school holidays. That was probably unfair. <laughs> um, he played with West Adelaide as well that year. Yeah, we got knocked out. Trying and trying to get deep in that team. No, <laughs> yeah. like. Brett Burton, he just wanted to isolate himself inside the, inside the goal square the whole game. Yeah, so we, we came up, we met the family, um, we gave Paddy his jumper, and uh, he had his first game at, at Eddie had it all. Yeah, it was and, back and then. What's the most enduring memory of Paddy playing his first game? Can you remember, boys? 
Oh, I'd love to see the vision of it again. Harry High Pants. Oh, he, okay. he had him up, he had him up round his neck yeah, was, with a jumper tucked in. That was Neil Craig's People fault, couldn't stop laughing. I mean, it was hilarious. Well, so, oh, you need to go back and have a have vision a look, of yeah. that with the Harry Craig, High Pants. Craig, you would come on the training track, shirt tucked into his shorts, um, shorts up, socks <laughs> would, up, and would. he had four packets of... PK chewing gum that he'd chew through training. <laughs> yeah. So Paddy just followed suit. And Paddy, you, from memory, you, you did uh, you, you completed year twelve in that first year as a crow, didn't you? Is that is that my memory serving me correctly? Yeah, correct. So I do game reviews with Alan Stewart and and Nobes throughout the year. So sort of via almost five phone really, but um, we didn't have any Zoom or anything like back back then. But we still had sort of DVDs of the game. So. They'd go through them and then I'd chat to Nobs and I'd chat to Stewie and that was sort of the game review for the week. But, um, yeah, obviously wouldn't happen now with the structure of the draft. But, um, yeah, it was a, I still remember it so clearly now. It's, it's such a great time in your, in your life and we've got you know, a whole batch of young players coming through that will experience it Ooh, over yeah. the next month. And then you, you fast forward to, to two weeks ago when you... I mean, you arguably should have won Norm Smith medal. Either way, you, you had a fantastic performance. And the, the crowning moment for you as a, as a footballer, you've always wanted to get the premiership that you secured the other day. So when you do reflect now, and I'm imagining there would have been times just uh, in, in the last couple of weeks where you have, and you, and you take your thoughts back to that period, um, what, what, what is, the, is that's most special to you now as you, as you do reflect now with the, the culmination of a flag? I think it's just the people along the way. It's funny... Nobs and I were flicking text messages, the Sydney versus Collingwood game, because depending on the result, it was going to depend vastly on who Nobs was going to support. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's the people that you um, that you experience it with. They're the they're the special things about um, you know being involved in footy clubs. You you have you know not everyone's going to be your best mate, but there's connections that you make that are just so special. And my time in Adelaide was that. I mean Nobs. Um, was the first person I told that you know I was going to head back home. I still remember we, we met at West Lakes and um, being the head of footy at the time, and that was it was a tough sort of conversation, but it was easy because we we are and still are such good friends. But yeah, it's um, still remember the first meeting with Maddie, and it was at my nan's house, and you know they're they're very intimidating sort of um, you know first meetings for for these young drafted players uh, and potential draftees and then um, once you wrap your head around you get to know the people um, Matty certainly isn't intimidating as the furthest thing from How long was your fish story you told us oh. <laughs> <laughs> for about 20 well, minutes the fish story <laughs> Yeah I always my view as a young player whoever was coming to interview in the draft you get as much information on them as you as you could. So I knew Hamish was a police officer, um, was from Tasmania. So then, rather than all the questions being to you, you had a little bit of um, ammunition to go back and, and talk to them. <laughs> very, like it. very talk, good, very good. Talking of first year, we won't have time now. You still remember your first session with Charlie Walsh? Yeah, passed out in the bike. <laughs> <laughs> True story, yeah. Yep. True story. Hey, Paddy, <laughs> Paddy, have you watched the grand final back? Yeah, I have, Soss. I'd be lying to say that I didn't. I've never rewatched 2020, but um, I've rewatched <laughs> um, 2022 a few times. And, and did you do it on your own, or did you do it with your family, or did you do it with your teammates? Did, 
team the first time, and then um, and then I flicked it on with my wife probably late last week. And it's probably, to be honest, I reckon since I've been at Geelong, it's the best game that we've played in terms yep. of against a really good opposition yep. and just awesome. everything that we've tried to execute. Yeah, you yep. were awesome. And, and really when you look back, Paddy, do you do you think you should have got the Norm Smith Medal? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hard to to go past um, thirty and three, Damo, but. Ooh. Someone does have to get it out to those guys that kick it. <laughs> You're happy with the Gary Ears, though. You should be happy with the Gary Ears. <laughs> very, very, yeah, very. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Paddy, really appreciate it, mate. Thanks for revving us up yesterday. We were a bit flat until Maddie started coughing without using the cough button, and you, you had picked up on that. And we've tried to tell him for three years to use that cough button, but he won't. And, um, yeah, the six-pack story, we just thought it was worthwhile having, uh, having you come on today, and we really appreciate you You're doing that as you do. No, I love being on and uh, have love listening, boys. And Matty spices things up. It's um, good fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got your club going. He gave Andrew Mackey yeah. a crack this oh, time last night. Now he's taking credit. Have you yeah. noticed yeah. that? Yeah. All your family Did still Matt, well, Paddy? that age well. Oh, d- tell me, just <laughs> one last question. Uh, you still... Uh, you just had a little girl. You, li- uh, you just had a little girl? Yeah. So Winifred? second, yep. third? Little Winifred. Little oh, okay. Third. Um, you yep. still keep in contact with Phil Davis? Yes, I've actually got his um, the wedding party, so I've got that wedding next week. Oh, he's getting married, is he? Okay. I wish him all the best. So I picked Phil Davis the following year, knowing that these two blokes would be best mates. And you did say that to me before. I did say that. I said, "You'll be best mates," and he'll and because he was a local, Phil. uh, Well, for four years anyway, (laughs) that that he that he would help keep Paddy in Adelaide. Two years later, <laughs> Phil Davis pissed off the bloody... <laughs> I pitched him. Yeah, yeah, sauce got him. Sauce pitched yeah. him off me. Because he had family in Sydney. Yeah. Oh, there geez, you go. That was, that was, I was through, devastated. He's over Sydney, sir. So. Yes, <laughs> I know that. Hey, <laughs> Paddy, go and enjoy uh, the remainder of 2022 and keep watching that uh, grand final. You've uh, obviously deserved all that, but thanks again for coming on today. Good on you, boys. Cheers, Cheers Paddy. Thanks. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.